0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. It's like, (laughs) what is the reason behind Yowie Hands?
1: Why are you recording?
0: Like, because i can't can.
1: start the episode yeah uh, no i honestly <laughs> don't know i feel like it's one of those things you know where they just went oh what should be the trend for this particular moment in time and they were like horrible anatomy
0: oh my That's god we can have a whole other episode on like oh. bad <laughs> yowie anatomy like my favorite is like feet like feet that just like are in a different room. <laughs>
1: That's why they have the yaoi beds, you know. Have you seen Yahweh? beds? I've seen some There's
0: very so sketchy yaoi beds. It's
1: like, this bed is bigger than my house.
0: I've seen some very <laughs> sketchy yaoi beds. Like, some very sketch. My favorite, and this comes back to, like, being Catholic. Like, some of the confessionals. It's like, what pompous-ass church are you in that you can fit <laughs> three people in a confessional? What kind of- What kind of grant from the Pope gave y'all a confessional (laughs) that you can fit a whole fucking field of demons inside to have sex in?
1: That was the Pope himself just, you know, cashed out for that one.
0: Okay, so there actually was a Pope back in ye olden days. He was one of the bad Popes. Um, And he had this thing in the Vatican called the Joust of Whores. Where uh, he paid prostitutes to slither on the Vatican ground naked and picking up walnuts with their labia.
1: Okay. Processing. Yes. Go on. (laughs) I'm like, what? What?
0: Because every part of that sentence is like something in and of itself. Yeah. But then together. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Those are things that Catholic school doesn't teach you, but I think it's far more interesting. But yeah, there was a pope that did that. Like, there was also a pope who had so much anal sex that, like, he was horribly ulcerated and couldn't sit down during his, like, pope coronation. He had to take it while laying on his stomach.
1: What? It's not allowed. Are they allowed to do that?
0: No. they. No, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Check <laughs> notes. They are not the allowed word. to do that. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not religious. I'm, I'm a heathen. I have to ask these questions. It's...
0: Yeah, can't, can't confirm. One moment. Checks notes. Uh, not allowed to, okay. to have so much gay sex that you can't sit.
1: I think you know whether you're a pope or not. I just don't think that that's doesn't sound great either way.
0: To I mean, answers. it's not, but also like not great for like literally the pope who's supposed to be celibate. No. No, and not supposed to do the sodomy.
1: I mean, I don't know a lot about the Catholic Church, but I think that might be a deal breaker.
0: <laughs> you know, I, again, yeah, checks notes. Yeah, it is. It's not. It's not great. Uh, we could have a whole other podcast on the bad popes because honestly, it's one of my favorite things in Catholicism. Which leads us to psychological abuse as a BL trope. Welcome to the Yowie shelf. Grab a seat and relax
1: uh or you know grab your comfort stuffed animal because
0: do you have a comfort stuffed animal i have plenty oh well that's lovely
1: a whole couch also sansa's here so
0: sansa's here (laughs) so yeah you know welcome to the show welcome to the yaoi shelf glad to have you here uh I'm excited to talk about psychological abuse as a trope because it's one of those weird things that um, I feel like has existed in BL for a very, very long time. Mm. And uh, we're just now starting to kind of hear it talked about more as a less than positive thing because uh, the children have lots to say about things that are problematic But they haven't gone far enough back to actually like really penetrate the topic, you know. What true? No, oh, I I did a thing. Sorry, I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) I did a thing. Sorry, (laughs) I put that honestly. I'm not sure if that was intentional or not. Don't lie to me. I don't think it was okay. Sure, sure. That was a a very stern, don't lie to me. (laughs) That was such a Dern, don't lie to me. I mean, (laughs) so
1: the Pope pope wouldn't
0: approve. I mean, there's a lot of things that the Pope wouldn't approve of. (laughs) Let's be very realistic. Uh, I mean, unless it's one of those party Popes that, you know, is having, you know, horror parties and stuff. Happens, yeah. Oh my God, can I be the horror party yaoi Pope? That sounds amazing.
1: (laughs) There's uh, this week's sticker. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Don't fucking t-
1: <laughs> No, you need to make it now.
0: Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll write myself yeah. a note.
1: Uh
0: okay. <laughs> so, uh my name is Amanda if you're new to the show. Uh my lovely co-host is corolla Say hi to the nice people. Hello,
1: nice people.
0: Uh Sansa the cat is here and he has the best cat bed that I've ever seen. Uh It's really nice it's a shark and it looks like he's being eaten and it's honestly one of the greatest sources of serotonin <laughs> i've had in a very long time uh, so uh we're here to talk about uh, psychological abuse as a bl trope which means uh carola would you like to give the nice people at home a uh friendly little trigger warning
1: okay uh, am i should i should i read the wonderful trigger warning that you wrote
0: I, you know what? Yeah. And feel free <laughs> to add anything that you think is necessary, though. I think I was pretty thorough.
1: <laughs> I think it's wonderful. I'm just going to read you. it because it's it's beautiful. Thank you. Trigger warning. We are not doctors. We just play ones on TV or, you know, stream or podcast yes. wherever you're yes. listening. And we're not here to diagnose or treat anyone's trauma. We're also not here to belittle anyone's trauma. Mm-hmm. We're two sadists
0: your yes. words, not mine, <laughs> Who Where, <told> why?
1: <laughs> with jokes, uh, but entirely do see the validity and importance of psychological abuse and trauma. And of course, yeah. you know, a mandatory disclaimer, we are talking about fiction, so we are not talking about right. real life.
0: This is yes, um, I hate that we have to say that, uh, but the children for some reason have forgotten that fictional characters aren't real.
1: I don't even know what's going on anymore.
0: If I see one more person <clears throat> go to, like, the fucking mat over Deku, <laughs> I'm gonna fight someone. Oh my god. Like, I'm I'm honestly gonna fight someone. It's like, I can't believe that all of you ignore Deku's trauma. It's like, he's not real.
1: But we're not and, ignoring anyone's trauma. Yeah, and no one's ignoring
0: right it. Now. And also, like, him and Kachan are literally married, so... Someone has forgiven someone.
1: I you I mean, I was, you know, I was catching up with the anime literally last night because I, you yes. know, I was, was like six episodes behind. And yes. I was dying the whole time because, you know, he's like, oh, I can finally talk with Kacham like a, a normal person. And I was dying the whole time. It's fantastic. <sighs> I love it. I love that. Sorry. Just, okay. Carry on.
0: <laughs> you have this. Stri- I, I'm trying to find the thread with the children that you've adopted. And I'm having <laughs> a semi-hard time with it. I know! it's. Like- I've noticed some commonalities. But for the most part, it feels like Krampus, where you're just out with a basket yanking up random children.
1: You're not wrong! I was literally <laughs> thinking about this yesterday. I was like, because we were watching Hero Academia, and I'm over here like... How is it that my one favorite character is Bakugo and then my other favorite character is Tamaki? Like, no, those are not the same character at <laughs> all. There's literally nothing. There's because nothing.
0: And because... I, 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 I think about this kind of stuff because I know just about my hero to be dangerous. Like, I know just enough about it to be, like, truly dangerous. Like, I can catch most of the references. I know what most people are talking about. I know most of the characters, mostly because of pornography. But it happens it does but i was like there is nothing that bridges these two because like at least if you look at like my sons or my hero there's only one that's probably a little bit abhorrent but if you know anything about me you'd understand why he's still my kid which is tenya because he's perfect and i love him i love him
1: he's wonderful (laughs) like
0: he's perfect and i love him and like i don't know i guess bakugo goes in the box of angry blonde sons with satan
1: rich satan what uh
0: devil man cry baby and technically uh russian yuri from yuri on ice
1: oh i love you my child yes yeah so there's a (laughs) block so
0: there's a box of like blonde angry children that makes sense yeah there's a box of like blonde angry men that are my gender (laughs) and then there's a box of cinnamon rolls shut up (laughs) (laughs) and then there's like a box of cinnamon rolls that have to like be kept away from the other boxes (laughs)
1: because they have anxiety
0: mostly just because uh, i don't want them to get hurt looking at the box of anger there's literally (laughs) satan in there i know but there i mean there literally was an episode this season
1: where Bakugo blew up tamaki with a bomb i was like no not my child it was traumatic
0: i would imagine i mean I think Which is why we're is... here
1: today. I mean, honestly. Yeah, but
0: I think it's... everything is traumatic for Tamaki if I understand his character yeah, correctly. Poor
1: baby, but I love him. He's he's everything to me.
0: And he I... does. <laughs> he does remind me of like those like shelter cats who like aren't used to anything and just sort of yeah. like flop over because <laughs> <laughs> they just don't. But he like no.
1: He would play dead, you know, if he could just lay down. He would. <laughs> he he would
0: just... <laughs> We've talked too much about my hero academia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so it's the Hero Academia shelf. <laughs> no! no!
0: Sorry. By
1: accident.
0: No, I apologize. I didn't mean to trigger you, but like, ah, it's terrible. Okay, so. <laughs> what constitutes psychological abuse? Let's establish some common forms uh, that are from the trope. Uh, this is loosely researched from the DSM-5. Uh, again, we are not doctors. Please do not use this to diagnose yourself or others. Please, that is a huge issue on the internet. We are not doctors, but I am still a better therapist than Carose. I
1: suppose.
0: I've yet to dick down someone who needed <laughs> help. But I mean, Ma'am! I, I don't
1: even have I I don't even have a response. I'm just N- like right. But he's so beautiful.
0: I mean he's 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 a very pretty man. So pretty man. uh there are a few ways that psychological abuse shows up, especially in fiction. Um gaslighting I think is the one that you see most common, which is um basically lying to someone to make it sound like something did not happen it is an old movie reference that really no one cares about it's also a term that gets thrown around a lot yeah in places that people don't actually know what the term means do you want to talk a little more about gaslighting because that little head turn <clears throat> told me that you have an opinion
1: i don't know It wasn't so much about gaslighting, but I feel like there are two terms that people really don't understand. So there's the gaslighting, which, you know, is the whole, I mean, someone, you know, because that's literally what it means, you know, know, like, you keep turning down the gas, you keep turning Mm -hmm. down the lights, Mm -hmm. and then you're like, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, your partner's like, did you, did it get darker in here? And they're like, they're like, no. Right, because you know you're making them think that they're crazy. You're making them think that they're imagining things, and you know gaslighting yourself into thinking that you know, oh, maybe it wasn't so bad. Maybe I was at fault. You know, mm-hmm. but then there is, you know, there is a bridge from that to to the term toxic, which which I also feel like people don't understand because you know,
0: no, they don't.
1: Someone I feel like you know, if you had one bad experience with someone that doesn't consecute them as being toxic like no not an argument that's not toxicity that's right something completely different
0: absolutely and i really do value no no useful tangent uh (laughs) because yeah you see that a lot in like current uh bl discourse is that like something that's very very benign is labeled as toxic yeah and it's like this is nothing this might not be great but like what idyllic perfect relationship are you looking for So I really very much appreciate you going into that. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of those things that constitutes a toxic relationship versus uh, people have arguments sometimes.
1: Believe it or not, you know. Yeah, it does. It's a thing. thing.
0: Right. Uh, There is also an ugly sister of gaslighting called lampshading, uh, where you take focus and put it on one other thing. So it's... Instead of talking about the bigger issue at hand, it's we're going to hyper focus on one thing in psychology and in psychological uh, circles. It usually is like lampshading something that is out of someone's control, like your looks or something like that. So it's casting away from bigger issue and blaming it on something else. A common lampshade is like, yeah, appearance or lack of sex or sexual knowledge It kind of leads into the whole, oh, I wouldn't have hit you if. Which is, uh, not how abuse works. I'm just... (coughs) I'm fine. Are you fine? No. (laughs) Um, another big one that we see, especially in BL, is emotional manipulation and martyrdom. Where it's, um... I hate that the only big example that comes to mind for me is uh, the I Hunchback know. in Notre Dame. <laughs> why?
1: How did you know? No, I didn't know. I thought we uh, were going to talk about Toma.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No,
1: because he did he's, nothing
0: wrong, right? No, he's... I don't know. See, that's why it didn't come to mind. I would never have accused him. <laughs>
1: you would never.
0: <laughs> I, w- <laughs>
1: I would never <laughs> have
0: accused...
1: We're gonna have to have a talk about this next month. We're gonna.
0: We are. We're going to take you down. Spoilers <laughs> no. for next one. You're right. I would never have thought about him because he's never done that.
1: He is literally my go to person. <laughs> like, but yeah, no. Uh,
0: yeah. So mine is always on back to Notre Dame with Quasimodo and Frodo.
1: But it makes sense because Frodo is. Frollo. Frodo. Frodo i'm sorry frollo. sorry frollo yeah i said
0: i i was wrong i was the bad literature person for a moment
1: i don't even know i don't know who made this mistake
0: i think it was me it doesn't matter I but don't yeah know. like that one is the one that always comes to mind for me because you have this whole relationship between Cosimo and frollo that's like awful and built on manipulation and stuff like that and there's a lot of martyrdom to it as well, where it's like, oh, I took you in when no one else would. And it's like that's not but you you caused the problem to happen, sir. Um but you'll see a lot of that and a lot of BL. Um, yeah, I- isolation is another like really, really unfortunate tool that you'll see. Um which basically is when your semi like separates um one partner from the other from like the other family and support groups which is really really hard to deal with and it's just really really sad it's sad to watch because especially the way it's done is so many it's usually perpetrated to uke's but uh, so many of the times you know it's just sort of you can see them wither away. Like, you can see them, like, no longer being themselves and stuff. And that's frustrating and sad. Like, it's just, yeah, it's like watching a flower in a vase just curl up and die.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when essentially. Except, except they, you know, sometimes in the very extreme cases, you know, mm-hmm. you'll have, I mean... Two of the first things that that come to mind, you know, I was thinking of <clears throat> Okanaganai.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: and also I don't know because you know, uh, shoot me, but I'm not, you know, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really have a relationship with Aino Kusabi, but you know, he's he's chained up.
0: You know, oh, you have a man. lot of these
1: situations where they are literally not only isolated, they are also physically restrained and True. forced to be in this room or this apartment or this. True, you know. Con- yeah
0: yeah there are some that definitely mean stockholm syndrome isn't real um Mm -hmm. it was made up (laughs) entirely (laughs) it's not real it's also like really really hard to prove and almost impossible to diagnose in others based upon like an interaction
1: very very prominent in 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 fiction though Um, it is um
0: (laughs) but also oftentimes used to like take away characters agencies Mm. Because sometimes, like, yeah, you just trauma bond with someone to death. That happens.
1: Unfortunately.
0: Like, it's not good, but, like, (laughs) that happens. Sometimes you just, like, you know, we were talking about us and our trauma a little bit in private. And, like, trauma bonding is something that I'm still coming to terms with. Because I trauma bond to things like you wouldn't imagine uh because i am the i'm a survivor of psychological and emotional abuse as a child um so i will trauma bond to things very very quickly oftentimes inanimate objects because i see a part of myself in them um there's a famous story about nietzsche where he trauma bonded with a horse that was being whipped because it couldn't work anymore and he threw his arms around the horse and said, I understand you. Um and like that's something that always really struck me, also because Nietzsche was a cuck that gave us the Nazi party. So Oh. He was.
1: I've just yeah, I just <laughs> I've blocked out everything. I I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
0: This is what happens when you have an English major that was almost a philosophy minor.
1: Yeah, I only have the, you know, because we have, uh, when you go to university here, you have like a a mandatory philosophy thing that you have to do. And Mm -hmm. it was horrible. And I have just blocked it all out of my
0: existence. So I ended up taking my mandatory philosophy and then I just kept taking philosophy classes. And then by the time I, because it's fun, I like it. And then I was in the Philosophy Honor Society, uh, which has Greek letters, and their animal is an owl, and it's amazing. <clears throat> and when I graduated, they're like, you know, you qualify for a minor in philosophy, right? And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get that on my diploma because I wanted to be employable. And what the fuck do you do with a minor in philosophy? Of
1: I don't even know.
0: No. So that's why I double majored in English and communications, because I wanted a job.
1: Anyways. Good good choice, though. I, I, Thank I you. I commend your, your, your choice,
0: yes. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, so then you also get our last one, and the one that is most tantalizing, but is also one of the most scary, which is uh, intense violence and cruelty and aggression. Um, a lot of semis are very prone to their tempers. Many of them have said so about their tempers. Uh, And then it's unfortunate cousin, which is then uh, usually an act of kindness or mercy, like gift giving after uh, an abusive moment. Because, you know, that makes it better, I guess.
1: Of course. That just, you know, it was just an unfortunate slip. Yes. It was all your fault anyway. Anyway. Exactly. And look what you made me do, but I bought you a yes. present.
0: Yes. It is it's usually kind of very... like all
1: of the previously mentioned ones rolled into one.
0: Yeah. Um, you'll, you will see a lot of overlap, and very, very rarely will there ever just be one. I'm including sexual aggression in this only because, uh, honestly, that could be a whole other episode, which is just sexual assault.
1: Yeah. And... I, I, when I was writing my notes for this episode, I was like, I was thinking, you know, like, I don't feel like I have a lot to contribute here because I don't feel like this is the type of content that I choose to consume a lot of the time. (laughs) But then I was like, it's BL. It's everywhere, and it's usually, you know, and, and, and I, you know, disclaimer to that, because I also like to defend BL, and BL isn't all assault and horrible things, but there no, is a lot not. of it, particularly in the older, ty- in, you know, the mm-hmm. older types of BL, the older stories, mm-hmm. and it is very often, you know, the, the psychological abuse goes hand in hand with sexual abuse and sexual assault. Yes. Because it's this whole and you know tied together we're gonna talk more about why this happens and how it happens and we are but you know but it's kind and then you know it's kind of tied in with that whole that whole oh i can't you know can't control myself because i love you so much trope and it's you know it's a
0: whole yeah and i definitely hornet's nest of of abuse (laughs) not a hornet's nest of abuse our next sticker as well (laughs) wow you're on fire i know Yeah. Uh, I definitely also want to bring up that this goes back to uh, one of the early aspects of BL and Yali and Shonenai, which is it's rooted in Sojo anime and Sojo manga, and Sojo still has a lot of this-ish too. I have a
1: whole- I have so many notes on this for later, like you don't- I mean-
0: I'm so ready. <laughs> You've been, pre- you have been preparing for this, but I wanted am... to mention that at the top because I kn- I knew we were going to get into it. I was yeah. I knew,
1: but I mean I... it's a it's an important thing to get out there because it's such yeah. a huge part of the whole issue. Right,
0: it is, and um, I also don't want to give the pass to the West on this either because I do love that uh, you know the the children love to call this stuff out in anime and manga. Not that it's wrong, but uh, I'm going to vaguely point over to a bunch of Western shows over here that do the same shit.
1: I mean, can we just, you know, for for a quick moment, let's all get in our little time machine and go, you know, like, I don't know, 10 years back in time and Game of Twilight Thrones? was the oh. height of romance. And I don't know about you, but personally, I don't think that, you know, someone sneaking into my bedroom and watching me sleep. I... Not really the epitome of romance in my book. Considering
0: but- that I just told you a story about my boyfriend sneaking <laughs> into my apartment and watching just- me sleep, <gasps> he's an ex now because he actually was emotionally abusive and did a lot of the things that I just talked about.
1: There you have it. Surprise.
0: Oh my gosh. um Okay, I'll go ahead and get personal so I can show you guys a little bit of um, emotional abuse. Uh, as an example. And again, do not use this to diagnose yourself or your relationships. This is anecdotal. But um, the biggest thing that my ex would do is that he was very manipulative about time and attention. And he knew that those were things that mattered to me a lot because I have uh, trauma related to abandonment. Thank you, dead parents. Um, So, And he knew this. He knew this about me. Um, So he was very... um, manipulative about that he would disappear for weeks he'd go on trips he'd do anything there were entire aspects of his life that i just didn't know about uh we never went places together uh he really only came over for sex and uh sometimes when i would come home there'd be a gift from one of his travels on my bed And that was usually enough to make me not angry with him For being gone for two, three, four weeks at a time Show up, essentially demand sex, and then leave again And for a very long time that was enough Until one day it wasn't And I realized uh, that thing that happens to a lot of people Is that if any of my friends were describing this relationship I would beat the shit out of whoever was doing this to them mm-hmm. and that sort of uh <clears throat> actually <laughs> someone compared him to yuki Airi, Oh god! and i realized that eri did the same thing and i didn't like it when eri did that <laughs> and gravitation saved me from being emotionally abused anymore
1: <laughs> gravitation
0: <laughs> but there yeah like
1: yeah no like, but that exactly
0: that's what it is it's not and i don't and again i don't say that for you guys to go diagnose yourselves i was in this relationship for a few years Uh, and this person is out of my life i don't speak to him anymore and i don't particularly wish him ill because and we'll get into this further a lot of this stuff is stemmed in just having shitty coping skills yourself mm. like we'll talk about this more later, but I don't necessarily fault him because I don't think that he was really doing this as like an active act of sadomasochism. I think he was just a dumb man.
1: They exist. I mean,
0: <laughs> frankly, there's, there's a lot of them.
1: Yeah. And they get like a free pass to just go around doing that thing because it's yeah, it's
0: really awful. And like, I think the one thing that I'm most shocked about is like how little was acceptable to me to be like everything is okay Mm. like what the bare minimum was like um one time he left a hello kitty from um the johnson space center on my bed and like that was enough because he knew that i liked hello kitty yeah and it was in a space suit and then i forgave him for being gone for like three weeks and not telling me
1: but that's you know and you know that's the thing you know because one thing that constitutes you know keeping up with abuse is that you know you have low self-esteem you have low self-worth you you don't don't know what you're talking you don't value yourself i'm not
0: saying that you don't but like i don't (laughs) i'm in a gray sackcloth (laughs) i don't (laughs)
1: But you're rocking the gray sackcloth, okay? Thank you. Yeah. But, but yeah. So that's the thing. You know, it's the whole thing about, you know, you are in a vulnerable position and then yeah. you are being exploited, but you don't have the coping mechanisms. You don't have the insight. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. know yourself well enough to know that mm-hmm. this is happening. And that is a very, very dangerous place to be in. It is. When you are at the hands of someone who is that manipulative and, and can mm-hmm. do all of these things uh, mm-hmm. to harm you, even when you don't know that you are actively being harmed
0: right and and that's also a key aspect and i definitely want to uh, highlight on that because you see a lot of these uk's that are uh to be polite emotionally not in a place where they can recognize yeah um i really think that we need to do a whole last episode on like the dumb uk trope because that i feel like is one of the most damaging tropes and it's <laughs>
1: so there's so much to be said about that it's like
0: so, but it's so pervasive
1: Yeah, and it's like, I mean, we're not going to talk about it now, but it's just, it's so shocking because it's like, it extends to, you know, just, you know, things like they don't even know about their own bodies and their own bodily functions, right? And it's like, how? How do you live? I'm so frustrated. I'm sorry. I'm fine?
0: No, because then we get to have a fun conversation about autism coding.
1: Oh, you're just going, yeah going in there
0: don't don't hang out on discourse spaces that the kids are in unless you want to unless you have like five buckets of popcorn and you're ready to be very quiet because you can't say anything you can't whistle blow that you're there uh i mean you have to lurk yeah because if they find out that you're there they're gonna get mad at you until you get a touch grass but if you lurk you just hang out and you watch them. What are them you
1: even doing with your life? Why?
0: Because it's fun. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's actually very, very <laughs> harmful sometimes. It's
1: actually... <laughs> <You're> like, why? <laughs> Today in ways you can uh, actively self-harm on the internet.
0: Ooh. Illustrated by my That's a good one.
1: Who is on that side. Yeah, okay. That's a I good one. I can't even point... <laughs>
0: A side. I don't um, even
1: know which which side you're on. N-
0: nothing matters. So why is this bad ass trope? And uh Gorilla agonized for a while over what I meant when I said points at both hosts.
1: I mean Oh my god. Can we just can we just take a quick break? There's a screaming
0: animal and I have to deal with him. You may take a quick break for screaming animal. Carol is taking a quick break because there is a screaming cat and uh I very much appreciate it. So uh welcome to the Amanda interview. Oh Corolla's back.
1: <laughs> I have returned. Welcome I felt back. Like a, I felt like a nice uh nice break to just kind of just...
0: Let <laughs> to readjust out. your brain cells? <laughs> yeah. No!
1: No, but just, you know, you can edit that out. Uh, oh, no, but, it's but, scary, Oh, great. No, it's just, you know, I was trying to ignore him, but he just kept screaming louder and louder, and I was like, wait, we're going into the next section. Let's have a quick commercial break, sponsored by Sansa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had to let out your in-prison you <laughs> Yeah, let-
1: essentially. Except yeah. he's the abusive one, so it's... Uh,
0: and he has a shark bed. I don't know what you're talking about. He is
1: horrible. He's
0: uh, perfect.
1: Hello, listeners. I'm sorry that my life is so disruptive to the podcast.
0: It's you left for like three seconds to let out the cat. <sighs> yeah. We we used to have a whole last interludes of like actual parenting happening. Your good friend. Uh, okay. Good. Okay. Uh, but I say like points vaguely at host, uh, <clears throat> mostly as a joke. Uh, for the whole. Uh, why is psychological trauma and abuse bad? Um, I mean, firstly, I don't feel like I have to justify saying that abuse is bad. No, I, I, uh, think, you're, I think you're good. Abuse anyone, is bad. Anyone do who it. likes to do the whole what doesn't kill you makes you stronger thing, you can fuck right off. Uh, I hate that. I hate that so much.
1: <laughs> I mean, it might It might not kill you, but, you know, it can set you up for a lifetime of suffering and other fun side effects.
0: It actually, uh, that and he's in a better place made me agnostic. (laughs) (laughs) Because my dad died when I was a kid. And I heard that all the time, is he's in a better place. God wouldn't give you anything more than you couldn't handle. It's like, I'm 12. It's,
1: I really, (laughs)
0: see, this is one of the reasons,
1: you know, why we are heathens in this country in the far north. Because it's like, okay, first of all. Also, it's cold. (laughs) If there is a god, why would he give us winter 10 months of a year? I'm just asking First of all, (laughs) so
0: capitalists can sell you vitamin D.
1: I hate my life. No, okay, but 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 yeah, exactly. I've I've just always wondered about that, you know, when when because all of these horrible things happening to people and Mm -hmm. then, you know, someone comes up to you and they're like, oh, but it happened for a reason. And I'm like. I. I. Okay, is that supposed to make me feel better about this horrible thing? Yeah, or like, I
0: heard that so that much after this? my dad died. So, so the killer for me after my dad died. So I was twelve years old when dad died. Was uh, he's in a better place? And it's like, hmm. and I remember looking at someone's like, "Are you saying our house was bad?" Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like that's what you're saying. Is that You're saying that our house was bad, so much so that God had to yoink my dad away.
1: It's horrible.
0: That's an awful thing you're saying to anyone, yet alone an actual child. Yeah. Don't say that shit. So I left that point in there kind of semi-satirically because I'm not here to uh, tell anyone that abuse is bad. Uh, because it is. Now, caveat to what Carola said earlier, we're talking about fictional characters, so we can make fun of their trauma all day and night long, and we will.
1: And that is also... By the way, just a quick side note, a way of coping with the series that traumatized us because, you know, sometimes you just gotta look at some memes and pretend like you're okay like Banana Fish didn't hurt you. I am fine. I am <laughs> perfectly okay. Thank you.
0: I also love that it's Banana Fish for you. Listen, I love I that was, the one. I wasn't prepared i love it that's the one not that that's a bad one but i love that that's the one for you i mean are we talking like recently emotionally destroyed or like emotionally destroyed in general
1: i don't even know anymore
0: because if we're talking recently emotionally destroyed do not let's (laughs) i have
1: no I mean, okay, but the most recently emotionally destroyed, I mean, again, I mean, I'm sorry I keep turning this podcast into Bokuaka uh, shelf, but, you know, we were catching up on on Bokuaka and, you know, suddenly there's, like, this whole villain origin story, and I'm like, this is so sad! And I am, I'm in pain! And this was 24 hours ago, okay? I haven't really redeemed myself. But they're all so much
0: hotter now.
1: Yeah, but, like, it was so sad.
0: But they're so much hotter now.
1: It was like Naruto level trauma. Oh. It was horrible, and <laughs> it, I mean, if we're gonna talk about what really hurt me, you
0: know, yeah, we're it not like, gonna oh, talk. There, it's his about- birthday. No. I don't want to talk it. about it. <laughs> i was waiting i had i hadn't i was waiting <laughs> how long did I it knew. take before she... you you said it like three times in pre- in preparation for recording this episode like, oh yeah, that's naruto's was... birthday i was, I was waiting. like i
1: will never forget this because it's naruto's it birthday and then i forgot the time because i apparently counted. so you remember <laughs> the
0: fictional <laughs> character's birthday but not the time <laughs> we were recording i'd like the record to state that you remembered the fictional character birthday Yes, and not the time I told you like a month ago that and you that, wrote down that I wrote down,
1: but apparently that wasn't enough.
0: Apparently I don't even not. know.
1: I don't know. I'm so sorry.
0: I'm so no, blessed. it's oh no! I got to <laughs> sit and drink bourbon coffee and eat donuts. Oh my god! My life is so hard. Um, so I think it's important to talk about uh why this uh trope is particularly uh known and seen in semis. Not to say that UKs have not been abusive. No. Uh, I guess vaguely points at Toma uh- <laughs> <laughs>
1: And others. I'm sure and- they do exist. I'm, I'm trying to think of some, but I, like, I don't know.
0: I mean, they definitely do exist. They do
1: exist. I've
0: seen them. Um, but we mostly see this trope in a lot of semis And, uh, there's a few reasons why this typically happens and a big one is is that they have experienced trauma themselves. Yep. Uh again, we're not psychologists or psychiatrists, but um trauma is not an excuse to be a garbage person. No. But it does and I'm using air quotes if you're a listener only, it does make sense. If all you're taught are shitty coping skills, all you're gonna have are shitty coping skills. So you start to see this perpetuation of abuse uh, when you have especially semis that were treated negatively as children or as young adults or during formative years. I'm not talking about Yuki Airi,
1: um, No, I'm not thinking about Yuki Airi. What are you talking about? It's not like, <laughs> he's not the poster child for this episode or anything, right? I was actually
0: thinking about Yoshiro from Twittering Birds Never Fly. Oh,
1: well, he's it was, yeah. It's just Yashira There are a, EPI, a lot right? of candidates, though.
0: There's oh, there's oh, we that that could be the longest BuzzFeed listicle. There's a lot <laughs> of candidates, <laughs> but like, you know, top ones that come to mind have typically had some kind of trauma or violence yeah. perpetrated to them, and it does, like, science has shown when you are traumatized, you do tend to traumatize others mostly because you just do not know any better. Now again, this is talking about fiction. You as a real person do not have an excuse to be trash to others. Go see a fucking therapist.
1: Yeah, because the thing about fiction is that sometimes, and I mean, because you know, and we're coming at this from the point of view of being writers ourselves, and the thing is, you need plots and plots aren't always, you know, sunshine and butterflies and sometimes you need a character to have you know why are they acting this way or what are they trying to learn about themselves or whatever mm-hmm. and you know and these things aren't necessarily positive because if all of the stories were you know if it was all good all the time then there wouldn't be any stories
0: yeah that'd be bored as shit
1: yeah and and this is also why fiction can be i mean which we'll get into but you know why fiction can be such a great way to to you know look into these things uh, mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a safe and controlled manner because you're in control as the consumer.
0: Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about this purely in the sense of fictional characters. Uh, you who may be hurting others, uh, get ye to uh, the therapist. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned good. plot, and I definitely yeah. want to talk about that as well. And um, I have plots and quotation marks, and um, you can definitely tell the difference between a writer that has done this intentionally because they have a plan. And a writer who just threw in some fucking nut job because they want to,
1: yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) Am I wrong?
1: No, you're you're not wrong. And and you know, I think about this a lot because it's like when you look at you know manga in particular, and the way, Mm -hmm. of course, I think that this is probably a lot more prevalent in 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 series that are you know, like if you look at shonen jump, you know, and they are producing Mm -hmm. a set number of page week on a weekly basis. I think that Mm -hmm. most BL, you know, is produced not at that that high pace it's not you know it's not being pumped out that quickly but you're Mm -hmm. still you know kind of like making up things as you go along and you just sometimes you make a decision because it's Mm -hmm. like I need to have 16 pages by Friday and you're just like Mm -hmm. okay just let me do this thing and then it becomes a thing that maybe doesn't age well or doesn't you know work well at all maybe it's just a disaster and like you know not not necessarily uh you know throwing in trauma for shits and giggles but you're just like okay let's let's branch out the plot over here and then all of a sudden you have this whole thing that that you didn't necessarily think through well enough to to portray it in in a great way
0: absolutely Uh, a lot of the stuff i see is just it's a lack of research and planning Mm -hmm. that you just sprinkle in (laughs) some random sociopath because you can as a writer and uh You know, it does sometimes temporarily scratch an itch, but most of the time it's just poorly done. And it almost creates, like, a weird vacuum where there's no other stakes in the series. But then you have to get rid of them somehow. Uh, You have to get rid of the sociopath because they're too crazy. (laughs) I made a mistake. Right. I made a mistake (laughs) and there's a horrible sociopath with his dick out. (laughs) We need to get rid of him. (laughs)
1: Okay, and so, and 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 then you technically you'll have two choices, right? You can yes. you can kill him, yes, or you can redeem him, yes. And those are your choices.
0: <laughs> so then you either have to make us <laughs> really, really like the sociopath for some reason, or you can kill him with a bus.
1: <laughs> yeah, quick and quick and simple. It happens. I literally watched that in something very recently. It was just a bus.
0: Yeah, I mean, it happened in EX where Aerie almost got killed by a bus.
1: I don't want to talk about that because it was horrible and traumatizing, and then they left us hanging and they never published the second volume in English, and I'm gonna. Please.
0: It's like it happens literally in EX where he gets weirdly psychosomatically blinded by oh bus. My God,
1: it hurt me so badly.
0: <laughs> Why is Why? Maki Murak- <laughs> Why is Rocky Murakami a bad writer but also a good no, writer but at the same I time? I love
1: her, and, and I think I love
0: one- her. I love we her too. We are going too. to
1: talk about this, but she... I love
0: her too. But she's clearly insane.
1: <laughs> I know, and that's why I love her. But also, you know, she's like one of those writers that you know, you you know, you accept that she's insane, and yeah. you know,
0: or whatever,
1: do your thing. I don't, you know, I'm or kidding. there is the
0: Maki Murakami special when it comes to dealing with the sociopath with his dick out. Create a bigger sociopath that yeah. dick down the sociopath.
1: I have this in my notes. Yes. not in those words
0: not in in those expressions. but the Maki Murakami special where you make a bigger sociopath that dicks down the first sociopath (laughs) until they stop being sociopaths
1: but that is I mean because I was reading oh I see you have it there
0: I was making a pile but yes it's here (laughs) 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 no but that's the thing because
1: uh, I was reading up on this because when we're gonna go I think I'm just let me look at the thing um I mean, because somewhere in here, I'm going to draw a lot of comparisons to shoujo manga, as you said, because there are a lot of common denominators here. But one of these things is, you know, um, I can't remember which article this was. I was reading some sort of article on uh, abuse in shoujo manga. And one of the the series that was brought up was Hot Gimmick. Now, (laughs) I know, right? I... I read Hot Gimmick for the first time last year and I was, it was horrible. It was, I mean, it is competing with Peach Girl for like number one spot on my list of things that have been horrible to me.
0: Please Uh, stop making me feel 5,000 years old.
1: (laughs) But we're old. And this is, I don't know. But point is, Hot Gimmick is a perfect example because it has all of the above. And then yeah. it has the very, very classic trope because you know it has the manipulation and the gaslighting and all of these. Of things. course. But then you know it does two things mm-hmm. that are also very predominant in 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 BL. And and the one thing is again bring out a bigger asshole. It's like okay, so this guy is bad, but this guy is worse. And so yes. bad guy number one saves the protagonist from bad guy number two yeah thus he must be good or at least better so you know we're supposed to root for him but then you know there's that other thing where they are trying to kind of um you know you're trying to sort of redeem the character because again as you said there's all of this trauma and they typically Mm -hmm. have some sort of latent trauma Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: then they just don't know any better and -hmm. you're sort of like uh, I cannot, for the life of me, remember what his name is, but you know the one main guy in Hot Gimmick who's yes. a horrible, horrible person. Yes. And and then he's just like, you know, we're supposed to feel bad for him because he doesn't understand why she's mm-hmm. being so cold to him. And then mm-hmm. he's trying to use, like, math equations to solve this. And so it's like, you know, you'll use logic and a bigger bad guy. And that's kind of how you resolve or you know how they try to resolve their own issues right and it's a whole ass thing and we see it in bl all the time
0: constantly um a lot of us there's like the 90s series will do that yeah. where you know those are the ones that are basically just sojo but with dicks um they are yeah they're sojo mango with dicks and weird hands um. <laughs> and long ass legs oh my god and... they're all so big and like and then it's tiny
1: little square heads
0: yeah and they just look like they look like boxes i love it they they (laughs) they look like like baby's first drawing of like a circle on a box and then like stick arms but the weirdest hands like it's just it i don't know what anyone was doing back then and then, like chins were always weird. Chins were always like you could yeah. cut you could cut <laughs> diamonds with some of the chins.
1: It's true.
0: Like it's it true. was just what was anyone doing back in the day? Uh, what were what were any of us doing? Um, I mean, we yeah. were
1: just we were just being served. I don't know. You, we didn't have a lot of options. We really people didn't know. Okay, they
0: didn't. And every uke had the same hairstyle. Every uke looks the same yeah and it was just very weird and they all look like, the same
1: and then like you, you know the semi has you know the huge hands and everything but the the uk is like 90 percent eyes
0: oh the uk is like <laughs> 80 to 90 percent eyes oh god it's so <laughs> how's
1: that trauma treating you i
0: don't like it <laughs> i don't
1: oh my <laughs> thanks god. i hate it.
0: oh but it yeah means, like, yeah it, I, I do kind of like the Maki Murakami special of, like, they can create a bigger sociopath and have them dick down the sociopath. I've done that a few times in fiction. It's quite fun. But as a reader who maybe does not have trauma, it's very scary and weird. Um, But yeah, you'll see that a lot in Boys Love. Uh, the last one that I think is important to hearken on is just bad writing. And I think this is the one that I remember most, well, just most from the 90s and the 2000s is a lot of this stuff actually ends up being accidental. And a lot of it is just regurgitations of trope stuff from years ago that ends up bad. So, like, actually, the example that comes to mind for this for me is a private tutor. Mm. Um, where you have the same, like, isolating of the UK, the whole... I think there's a sexual assault, because Rintaro does the whole dumb thing of, like, Oh, I was talking to one of kaede sans friends for his birthday, and now he thinks I'm cheating! And you have the dumbest bricks, okay. Uh <laughs> I kind of
1: love Kata though. I do love it.
0: I mean, it's good, but, like, it's the- is it yeah, not exactly that?
1: haven't read it in such a long time but yeah I think you're probably like it's
0: a lot of that like again like I own it I don't hate it but it's like that's abuse that's abusive like that's not good now it's like isolated acts of abuse I would not overall call Kaede uh, abusive to Rentaro. no but like that's just bad writing you didn't have to do that no No one made you do that (laughs)
1: And yet there it is yeah and, and yes I mean, yeah but it happens all the time and, right. and 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 you know and as readers i think and i think that that's what i'm doing going back to what i said about how i feel like oh i don't read a lot of this because i don't like it mm-hmm. but i think what i actually do is that i sort of you know i separate so mm-hmm. i'll be like you know what this never happened and i'm <laughs> just gonna focus on the good things and then i'm gonna be like okay I'm just going to ignore this because I didn't like it. And then I'm just going to because I know that this yeah. is just tropes being, you know, used over and over and over. And, you know, mm-hmm. a recipe that is being followed and and coming out, in, you know, in a really bad way in the story. And I'm just like, you mm-hmm. know what? I'm just going to focus on this stuff.
0: It's you know what? I can really yeah. I can really respect that because uh, I mean, that's what it is. And um, if you look at uh, old fan fiction, like fan fiction has this problem where you'll see us repeating a lot of the same language and a lot of the same tropes especially during like the formative years for me which were like early 2000s most of us were one very young and two had never seen a dick before in our lives
1: (laughs) that didn't stop us from writing them
0: exactly but you can see the threads (laughs) of that trope that were obviously sewn by 13 and 14 year olds who wouldn't know what a cock is in a lineup of cocks (laughs) Like, we wouldn't know what any of this stuff was or what it actually meant to, like, come buckets or whatever. We didn't know what any of that shit meant. We read it once and kept regurgitating it. Yeah,
1: exactly. And and, and, and this is, like, one of those things. I can't remember. I think I talked about this. It's, you know, unrelated, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like um, when when I was doing one of these uh, BL history panels. It wasn't even mm-hmm. a BL history. It's the when we did the destigmatizing the panel mm-hmm. at... at uh, mm-hmm. We were talking about this, and I think that I mentioned it uh, somewhere in there that one of these things that that we used to do, and I think particularly because we have to remember that not only are a lot of these, you know, fandom kids and and the audiences for BL, not only are a lot of them you know really young or were really young uh, in in the early two thousands, but a lot of them mm-hmm. aren't even you know native English speakers. Mm-hmm. So you're you know, and so you're just learning by doing what you see. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I was thinking about, because, you know, we were talking about like, um, you know, tagging and how mm-hmm. how tagging your work has changed. And mm-hmm. that one of the things that we used to do, we used to have remember the disclaimers and we used to be like warning this content, this can um, this contains male, male uh, homosexual. If you don't like it, don't read it. And, yes. and if, you, if you did that now, I think that people would perceive that as you're saying that warning because homosexuality is inherently bad but what it meant then you know it was a way to avoid getting flamed Mm -hmm. but it's just that you know you saw everyone else doing it so you did it and you didn't you know think about it critically and then when you think about it now it's like why would i warn anyone that it's gay like Mm -hmm. that's that would be offensive
0: Absolutely. I, I love that you bring that up because honestly, you know, what that reminded me of was uh, the citrus system where you have yeah. lime like, you know, and stuff like that. I couldn't tell you how far that goes back. It was just something I learned. Yeah. And adopted and perpetuated. Exactly. Um, it's so God. You're brilliant. Sorry.
1: Thank you. But it's like, but because I, I, I think we talked about this when we were <laughs> doing... Host simping, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I'll take it. No, but, you know, we were talking about it when we were doing our shipping expedition as well, that, you know, yes. like how I, as a Norwegian teenager who, mm-hmm. you know, was just learning by doing and like, I didn't understand because we have our own rating system. And then I'm like, why is N- NC-17 worse than ra r18 Mm -hmm. doesn't make any sense to me but that's what they're doing so i guess that's what i'm gonna follow you know because you don't know and you Mm -hmm. just perpetuate it because it's you know it's a thing where you're essentially memeing except it's yeah it's not funny it's
0: it's... no you're absolutely right um that was god you're brilliant um (laughs) but i have i don't know But there's a note in here also that a lot of this, unfortunately, is just toxic masculinity, internalized misogyny, because it is. Uh, So a lot of that uh, sort of just regurgitation of tropes really also does come into the fact that a lot of this stuff, especially in BL, uh, AFAB or or female assigned or even female socialized people... Uh, have huge problems with just because society is garbage Yeah. so we uh we deal with this stuff in stride in a weird way and it becomes uh perpetuated that way a lot of it being bad writing is just sort of what we are expected to do and to know i mean i I'm I'm on a bit of a Disney kick because it's Halloween, and I usually cosplay a Disney villain for Halloween. And I keep thinking about like all these Disney characters that we were like supposed to look up to and stuff like that. And I'm not going to get into like the whole reductive ass conversation about like, oh, Belle has Stockholm syndrome. Ooh, but like, he gave
1: her a library; she's fine
0: okay you're I'm, okay if you were going to judge me being excited about a hello kitty you getting a library is right up there I'm not Judging, I'm just if you're saying. gonna judge me and my hello kitty you, you don't get to be all like bitch bitch got a library she's fine i'm
1: just gonna, I'm, you know, I'm just saying that okay so what he says is you can live here don't yeah. go in that one wing in this huge ass damn castle and here's your library i'd be fine
0: yeah i really don't know what the conflict was there because like he isn't asking or demanding sex no like he's he's mostly chill he's willing to learn and grow from her like she stands up to him a few times actually like i don't know why everyone's like oh she's so stockholm me." it's like no no she's not but um a lot of that again like it's taken from narratives that were about being a subversive good as you know submissive good housewife so if you meet your husband and he's scary uh this is how you behave also inspired by a story that really happened in france in which catherine de medici was the worst do you know this one
1: i think i've heard at some point, I do go on because I don't even Okay, so, Brain is trying, but it's That's not. <laughs> fine.
0: So Catherine D'Amatochi was actually one of the worst because she was and, you know, her, some of her guards come to her and they say, we found this wild man. There's a wild man in the woods and she's like, pimpin'. Let me see him. Uh, As <laughs> one does. As one does. So they, so, you know, her guards bring her this uh, wild man in a cage. He's covered from head to toe in hair. You know, he looks big and strong and, you know, they are trying to ask him questions and he doesn't really understand. But uh, they somehow managed to ask, what is your name? And he responds in Spanish. My name is Pedro Gonzalez. And they're like, wild man. Cool. Uh, oh, so, of course. <laughs> yeah. So Catherine Medici is like, this is my wild man. Uh, there are many other wild men, but this one is mine. Uh, strips him of his name and names him Petrus Gonzalvis by Latinizing his name
1: this sounds like a remake this sounds, no. like, when, this sounds like when Hollywood makes you know when Hollywood remakes
0: right from other but countries. this is history so it, <laughs> yeah. if you think this is crazy it's about to get crazier so she's like okay Petrus Gonzalvis, you're my wild man pet and Petrus is like ballin I guess um, gives him fancy clothes teaches him the Latin uh has him in her court i mean he's like a joke but like he's there and you know catherine de Medici never really goes beyond he's a wild man or a monster so one day petrus is just like hanging out and catherine de Medici is like i want monster children and he's like what it's like i want monster children so she like force marries one of her ladies-in-waiting to petrus gonzalves um and, like, she doesn't, of course, tell the lady-in-waiting that, you know, you're gonna fuck this hairy man.
1: <laughs> that was how marriages worked back then. You never told anyone about the honeymoon and the wedding night.
0: Right, I mean, also, you kidnap two people and make them marry, I guess. Um, and then she's basically poking at them with a stick, like, go fuck. I want children. <laughs> That's basically what she's doing. I
1: want children, but I don't want to be the bearer of the monster children. No,
0: I just want monster children. Like, yeah. she's literally, she's basically poking them with a long stick, like, go fuck.
1: I was going to call her out for being, like, the original monster fucker, but I guess she wasn't actually no, doing that. No, she just
0: wanted to She wanted to consume the monster fucking. Uh, of course. Uh, so, they do fuck. They actually do have a very, very nice, loving marriage, because Petrus Gonzalez is just a guy. He's hairy, she- but he's just a guy. He's actually a very intelligent, charming human being who's just hairy, um, and they do have a couple of monster children because it's like a gene. <laughs> Catherine de Medici takes those children and sells them off uh, to other kings and queens as tokens oh uh, because God. she can, and she is the worst. And uh, Petrus Gonzalez and his wife just live out the rest of their days. I'm pretty sure Petrus dies first, but like of old age and like in a nice house. And then his wife dies, and uh, that's the story of Petrus Gonzalves, which is how we got Beauty and the Beast.
1: Wow! <laughs> no libraries, but <laughs> I mean, probably some libraries. Yeah,
0: but yeah, that's how Catherine de Medici was the worst, and we got Beauty and the Beast.
1: She really was the worst. Speaking of beasts, mine wants to be left back in, so I have to go and be a slave. By all means, I'll be back.
0: <laughs> go get the cat this episode sponsored by sansa being demanding for all of you who are curious sansa is carola's cat i do adore this cat more than anything else but apparently he has decided today to choose violence i have no issue with the cat choosing violence but the cat has chosen violence on a multiplicity of occasions today hello welcome back
1: thank you what are you saying while i'm not here
0: i said your cat chose violence (laughs)
1: He wakes up every single day and chooses violence.
0: I think it's very charming. I love it so much.
1: It's been Uh, 15 years. I'm tired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, you know, psychological abuse is a trope. You know, we've talked about it, you know, for almost an hour. It's happening. Yeah. We've also talked about cats a lot. But um, here's the question. Can it be good?
1: After all that, <laughs> uh,
0: I, <laughs> I mean, mean good uh, is not but, the right word, but can it be intriguing?
1: Yeah, and I yeah. think that's that's the key word. Yes, it can be mm-hmm. very intriguing. That's absolutely, why we, you know. And and I had this, and again, I have to get to my Shoujo notes at some point, but uh, <laughs> but the you know one of the initial notes that I wrote for this is that that's the thing about BL, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I mean, yeah, BL is about, you know, hot guys getting it on and us being invested. But the the magic about BL is that, you know, that's kind of like that's the umbrella term. And then within that, Mm -hmm. you have all of these genres and then Mm -hmm. you get these like these stories that Mm -hmm. can be anything. And some of them can be harrowing and horrible and Mm -hmm. and, you know painful to consume mm-hmm. but it's kind of like watching you know it's like watching a movie and it sometimes is it is watching a movie because twittering birds is a movie for instance <laughs> it <is a> movie. <laughs> but yeah but it's you know because it's like you are invested you want to see you what are. happens to these characters you want to see you know uh you do, you might not even like i want to like i just want to mention killing stalking for a second Ooh. because <laughs> because it took me so long to actually read it because I was like really mm-hmm. dismissive. I remember when it came out, I was at a point in my life where I was like, I'm so, so, so tired of all of this abusive BL. Like, can we please mm-hmm. get something that isn't? And then people started talking, killing, stalking. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. But then I did because I'm a pushover. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but I read it's- it and it's such a great story. It's it really so is. good. And it's like, I personally at first struggled to see it as a BL because I I felt like it was it's far mm-hmm. too much over on the psychological tril- like thriller side of things. Mm-hmm. But I mean it is marked it is categorized as a BL. Mhm. But the thing is that you can consume this type of content without... You don't even have to root for the main couple. You don't have to root for them to become romantically involved or for, you know, for some sort of redemption arc, but you can still Mm -hmm. be invested in the story. And I think... Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's so interesting about these types of stories.
0: I agree with you. I mean, like, I don't want Suichi and Yuki Eri together, but that's fine. Listen,
1: I... (laughs) All I want is for their happiness. And they're happily married with children and everything is fine, okay? So... We're gonna I will
0: <laughs> Yuki Yuki Ari has the coping skills of a dried cum rag and Suichi Shindo has maybe five brain cells on the best of days.
1: On the best of the days. But Sansa! I- <laughs> Sansa.
0: <laughs> but I love them. I mean they're great. I also love that nowhere in there he said that I was wrong. Which is best. I don't want I don't know, I, maybe
1: I'm a little, you know, I'm trying to be diplomatic, okay? I'm trying to be nice to you. Of course you're wrong. <laughs> I just didn't want to say it. I don't want to be that person. Yes, there's, do. There's, literally, there's literally a sticker in, in, in the shop that's like, Amanda was right so i just kind of don't want to destroy your brand you know
0: oh no please destroy (laughs) it happily that was when uh my host was um to be diplomatic on a different level which is perfectly fine who the fuck keeps emailing me sorry it was an email about flowers because i sent a person flowers exactly one time yeah, and yeah. now I'm bombarded with emails about sending flowers. I'm not a Victorian fuckboy. I don't need to send everyone flowers.
1: Are you sure?
0: I mean, I can Are you sh- be.
1: You're sure that there's not some sort of gender in there that is based on some sort of old school Victorian schoolboy from ye old Sean and I times?
0: I mean, I'm not going to go full like Heart of Thomas or anything. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> more like Lovers in the Night
1: don't talk to me about Heart of Thomas, I don't want to
0: <coughs> sorry I mean like, yeah, I mean if we're gonna talk like lovers in the night or something I, I guess sure, there's a French dandy deep inside of me that wants to send flowers to people and then dick them down <laughs> yeah, of course, isn't that in everyone?
1: I I know that a lot of people would want to have some French dandy deep inside of them, but that's I digress respectfully
0: <laughs> thank you for digressing with respect i appreciate it
1: You're as opposed
0: to without respect
1: uh, <laughs> i'm a very respectful person okay not respectable but respect Respe-
0: you know what i will i will i will co-sign on that yeah. so we've seen that this trope can go bad very very easily likely from a lot of its roots in sojo and frankly just bad writers because <laughs> they do exist um bad writers do exist um <clears throat> And I say that with love. If you like any of the series that we've mentioned or any of the manga, that we've mentioned, uh, we don't say that like as unilateral bad. Obviously, like you are entitled to like the things that you like. The only objectively wrong series is I was gonna say something, but every answer was shady and was gonna get us canceled. <laughs> every answer that came to mind was like increasingly more like shady and would just result in us both being like flame ward.
1: You can share them with me afterwards i'm very curious
0: <laughs> i think all three of them are ones that you like so.
1: i but i i mean what is our tagline we like to suffer i mean i'm not even we
0: do we do like <laughs> suffering uh
1: i enjoy suffering
0: i think unfortunately this this kind of trope can go bad very very mm. easily uh one of the big ones that i notice and this is a bit of a hangover from the old show but i know Corolla and i have similar opinions on this is just bad framing don't reward bad behavior like yeah that's one thing that drives me absolutely insane in bl especially because i know especially having been a young reader of bl and having it be unfortunately something that framed and Really influenced a lot of my sexuality and sexual experiences because I had Catholic family that said that masturbation is why the dinosaurs don't exist. um Yes?
1: Yeah, okay. Connect- trying to connect. Uh, <laughs> I was like, but the T Rex couldn't reach. So <laughs> why? How?
0: So there's actually a lot of scientists that like talking about stuff like that, and there are theories. That like some of the depressions that we found fossils of were just places where dinosaurs rubbed themselves against. Oh my god!
1: Because
0: science, science, um. science.
1: Is, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like I, I remember like a lot of this like negative relationship stuff really rubbing off on me when i was younger because i was one of those americans that read this stuff too young and without any proper framing honestly it was less bl i think the most harmful series was probably like inuyasha inuyasha was very bad for relationships
1: i have i have zero relationship with inuyasha
0: it is the series that made me a fangirl like i had watched anime before inuyasha but Inuyasha is what got me like writing fanfic, having ships, like really making OCs and stuff like that. Mm. I think it was one of the first manga that like I actively collected. It was one of the first series that, like I was staying up late to watch it. Like Inuyasha was the series that like birthed little fan Amanda. Like, and I think it's bad. Like it's a bad anime. Like <laughs> Rumika Takahashi is not a great writer. I can acknowledge that now, but, like, if you want to, like, see the roots of, like, modern fan Amanda, it's in Inuyasha. Mm. And, like, when I start talking about, like, boys that I like, like, male characters that I like, you can start seeing a very clear through line (laughs) that starts with Shishomaru and Naraku and ends with, like, Aizen. (laughs)
1: I mean, not being familiar with the Inuyasha characters, I can't yeah. really follow the trajectory that well, but then Aizen, I'm, I'm like, okay, I see oh, where I'm, you're going.
0: There's like three or four characters that I will actively reference as Lord and or Master, and Aizen is on that <laughs> list. It's always Lord Aizen.
1: I have I have never... I Oh my god, no. I can't. I, can't, I cannot. But it's, you know, but, but again, and I think, I don't know, I can just I, I'm so disorganized. I had some notes on this. But it's, you know, because of the whole because of the whole shojo thing, right? Mm-hmm. It and, is. And 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 again, this is my favorite thing to bring up in in every conversation we're having, mm-hmm. but context, right? Yes, absolutely. You got to look at first of all the context of, you know, BL as a subgenre or mm-hmm. as an evolution of shojo, but mm-hmm. also at, you know, the Japanese society. And mm-hmm. if you look at Japan today, they're not great at dealing with, you know, any <laughs> kind of, like, abuse yeah. or mental illnesses or struggles. Like, it, it's not really a huge conversation there. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, if you start going back to, you know, the 90s and um, and the 80s and, you know, and, and see all of these, like, how are they supposed to portray these things in, in a healthy mm-hmm. uh, or responsible way when there is no... They don't have the language to do so. They don't have the knowledge, and like uh-huh. the manga, they're they're making comics. They're not sitting around reading medical journals. You know, it's there's <laughs> all of this, like all of this context that goes into the quote unquote like bad writing and uh-huh. and bad ways of handling the themes. But then also uh-huh. again with the shoujo, and I thought I was trying to make, um, I was trying to make sense of this. It was like. Try putting together pieces from like articles that I've read on this but there's like first of all there's an article uh, from the early 2000 by um, Rachel Thorne where she mentions mm-hmm. that in the 90s people were sort of getting fed up with um, you know the tragedy because Shoujo and, and BL are both very much built on tragedy and sad mm-hmm. things and horrible things and so in the nineties, people and I, I put this in my notes. <laughs> as in the nineties, you know, people were hurt by banana fish, and they wanted something to be happy about. So they started to want happier, like uh, happy endings. But at the same Correct. time, at the same time, the publishers are kind mm-hmm. of moving away from the pre-adolescent audience mm-hmm. and kind of going deeper and wanting more mm-hmm. violence and more sex. Mm-hmm. And this goes into both BL uh, and Shordro. Like I'm obviously mm-hmm. paraphrasing this but but what i think is very interesting is that a lot of scholars have looked at bl in the extension of feminism and shoujo and looking mm-hmm. at how we as women consumers and creators are putting ourselves um in the shoes of mm-hmm. the male characters particularly the Uki character you know sexuality and all that. and mm-hmm. there is this very interesting idea that in shoujo that there's you know the the trope of the cross-dressing female, the cross-dressing woman who dresses as a guy, or Mm -hmm. rejects her femininity until she falls in love. And that's when she accepts her femininity and accepts her sexuality. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we are seeing the same thing um, in BL because, you know, you have because, you know, there's so much, like you said, inherent, uh, there's misogyny and homophobia and the patriarchy Mm -hmm. you know looming at every corner. And so that's where you get that kind of the shameful, uh, sex- sexuality, or you know the, and also where you know you redeem mm-hmm. the person who does you wrong because he doesn't know any better because he's also tied down by all of this context, all of these, you know, these uh, factors like mm-hmm. inherent, uh, like toxic masculinity and inherent mm-hmm. homophobia and all of these things. Not inherent. That's not the word. I'm, but but you know what I mean. I I do. <laughs> so, I, do yeah. I do. And so you see. I think that that's also, I mean, completely making a mess of of what I was trying to get at here. But but the point is that you have these. I mean, you follow the same threads throughout both genres, mm-hmm. and 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 so that that redemption, you know, of the you kind of you need the trauma, need mm-hmm. the trauma in right. order for the romance to make sense, and then mm-hmm. you get that happy ending,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but you just have to waddle through all that. All that crap first and all of that
0: yeah and you yeah. definitely see a lot of that in the 90s and 2000s BL. yeah um, excellent points made i'm trying not to simp too hard um
1: <laughs> i was trying to make sense of it i because i didn't look at my notes
0: so i'm trying very so hard ridiculous. not to i'm trying very hard not to simp too aggressively <laughs> but <laughs> excellent no. points made all around but yeah like you see a lot of that in, like, the early 90s that, you know, oh, it's just, it's a a light trauma before you guys can have true happiness. I mean, honestly, gravitation comes to mind a lot for that. Yeah. yeah. Is that you get over this hump of what is Aries' insurmountable mountain of bullshit, which Toma had nothing to do with.
1: No, no. Um. Toma was a a saint. Yes. Absolutely.
0: He rescued him. Mm. Uh, (laughs) yeah, <laughs> I'm just like no. I love that tiny man so much. But um, uh, you know, you have to get through this insurmountable mountain of Aries, just just utter emotional baggage. And then once you're on the other side of that, in theory, you know, you get to go live a happy married life. But one, that's a very very narrow reading of trauma, and two, it's uh not how things work like you don't just one day put your trauma in a box and mail it away if that was the case i wish (laughs) yeah i i'd love it please would it yeah would have done that uh probably around 2010 would have unburdened myself of trauma many a year ago yeah but that hasn't happened yet um another aspect honestly is no consequences and i know i've mentioned this in the old show but i want to mention it again when i say framing and consequences i don't think that every semi needs to be in jail like there doesn't need to be like yaoi court there doesn't need to be like that doesn't need to be the consequence all the time
1: i think therapy would be a nice
0: therapy would be nicer honestly and this might be my low standards just acknowledging that the thing was bad that's one of the biggest things that just completely turns me off on a series that's like claiming to be psychological or something and and even the ones that don't where there's just no acknowledgement that what happened was bad that kills me honestly is when this poor virginal uke is like straight up sexually assaulted or something because of, of a dumb misunderstanding, because of semi-angst issues, and the UK just rolls over and forgives him like nothing happened, there has to be some acknowledgement that what happened was bad. Now, like I said, do I think that there needs to be like a yaoi jail? No, I don't think that that's the answer. But there has to be some admittance that what happened was not acceptable. Even if it doesn't do anything. Like, honestly, the example that comes to mind for me with that is Maiden Rose. Klaus does assault Taki more than once. And Taki has made it very, very clear that that was bad. That doesn't mean that it stops happening.
1: (laughs) No, but...
0: But there is an acknowledgement that what is happening is bad and not good. (laughs) Even if it's just doing little things like taking down the amount of moaning in the OVA, where the OVA boosts up a lot of the no, 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 rather than the moaning part, which I actually appreciate because it is a whole ass crime. And the no, no, yes part of BL that is unfortunately a terrible leech from Sojo and hetero hentai. I hate it. hate it so much.
1: And I don't understand I keep saying this, but it's like there's so much good BL out there where everyone really is you is. know, just enthusiastically consenting very loudly. And then everyone who's making everyone who's making the animated series are just like there's a lot of no in this one, let's go with this one, let's give this one an animation and I'm like, can, Yeah, there's can a I- lot
0: there's a lot of <laughs> no in here. Let's play it up as a joke. Yeah. It's like, no, please don't do that.
1: And it's like, it's so, because one of the things that, you know, it's very frustrating because one of the things that I also wrote down is that um, a lot of, I mean, a lot of the connection, and again, you know, BL and Shoujo, same thing, that Mm -hmm. you have this, um, but perhaps especially because, you know, in BL, women are allowed to to express themselves fully Mm -hmm. without it being Mm -hmm. threatening because it's not a woman, it's a man. And and so a lot of these a lot of you know, a lot of these articles are, you know, pointing out that it has been um, that it has been interpreted or can be interpreted for a lot of people. Again, because everyone has a different reading experience. But Mm -hmm. for a lot of people it can be like as a way of dealing with um, their own psychological issues and their own trauma by creating and by yeah, exactly and, and making but but then and, and I think that that's a great thing. And I don't think, again, I don't think that all fiction necessarily needs to have um, redemption or like everything turns out well in the end. But I think mm-hmm. that, like you said, that acknowledgement that this was bad. Like, mm-hmm. okay, great. So now we've gone through the, we've experienced the all of the bad mm-hmm. through the uke. And... Mm-hmm. And we have seen why the samad does what he does. So in a way, mm-hmm. you're kind of you're kind of consuming the psychological trauma on both hands. Right. But then there is no there's no good end game. You know, it doesn't no. it doesn't wrap itself up in a, in in a, in a good way. Like even even just an acknowledgement, or even mm-hmm. just a just you know, I'm not I'm not saying that because obviously trauma can't be fixed in a day. <laughs> but but like just oh well, man, if it was. <laughs> Sign sign us up, you know. Sign yeah, up. please. <laughs> Not that I have a lot of personal trauma, but um, <laughs> I don't though. Like no, yeah. that wasn't me.
0: I've yeah, okay. too much.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. If you, as long as you count out all of the fiction that has hurt me in, over the course of my life, I'm doing very well. Thank you very much.
0: But <laughs> okay. Yeah, that helps, I guess. But yeah, actually, I, that I just like... underlines
1: the point, really. But yeah, because it's like it's, it's taking responsibility and not only, you know, the characters taking responsibility for their actions, but you know, it would be nice for not. And again, I'm not saying that every author needs to take responsibility. I am not mm-hmm. going to be held accountable for what my boys are doing because they're idiots. And I have washed my hands of these sins. this is not my problem. Is that how but... Writing
0: works? <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. But it, but you know, it's nice if, you know, and again there there is a context I do understand that you know yeah. everyone didn't necessarily know everything or doesn't yeah. know everything about about the content that they are writing but you know mm-hmm. for the for the writer to do enough research to sort of like tie up the ends in in mm-hmm. a satisfying way that also you know benefits the reader benefits uh, the characters not necessarily every single time but it would just be nice to see more of it and and not just you know oh he he Uh, is less abusive now. So now we can go on living a happy life together even though, you know, he literally locked me in a room and and called me a toilet every day of my life, you know?
0: Yeah, actually there was a series that I remember reading about that where like a character ends up like getting like one of the like the boyfriend is concerned that his partner will cheat so he just like locks him in a room and I was like, no one can look at you. And it's like, oh, it's okay. He's just jealous, and he loves me, so it's alright that he does this. And it's like, that's a crime.
1: Yeah, that...
0: That's... That, that's a- And it was, like, supposed to be cute. Like, that was supposed to be, like, the good ending. And it's like, that's not... No. No, it, it, no, exactly. no, no. And, like, there's a part of me that does almost want to get a little bit more realistic with it. Because, again, like, I was one of those youths that was affected negatively by having, like, every sexual encounter that I read about basically be rape. like... There is a part of me that almost wants to get a little bit moralistic about it. But also, like, you're right that...
1: But it's a, that, it's a balance, you know? It's yes. hard to balance those.
0: It, it is very hard to balance those. It's very, very hard to balance that desire. But also, like, I fully acknowledge that I was too young to be reading this stuff. That's clearly marked as 18+. plus. I fully acknowledge that I was in a society, and still am in a society, that treats female sexuality like it is a dirty thing for dirty bad women i mean i live in texas for fuck's sake where our current governor has decided that if he gets rid of abortions he can solve rape i Uh... that's what he said
1: i'd like to see how that's gonna play out i mean uh
0: checks notes not great so far It's basically created almost like abortion tourism to other states.
1: Yeah, that's- and you know, that's one of those- one of those words, you know, but- That I never
0: thought that I'd have to say in my life. Uh, fuck you, Greg Abbott. I don't care who's listening. (laughs) I don't think he's listening. I wish he would. Maybe- (laughs) maybe he should. My goal is I want to break Texas's obscenity law that says if you own six or more dildos, you break the obscenity law. What is
1: Texas? What? <laughs> Is you it have no? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like I'm under. It's like shit. I'm still under, and I want to do like a dramatic. Like, did you ever watch like that bad Suicide Squad movie with Jared Leto?
1: Yeah, the first one.
0: Yeah, so we're you know like, he's surrounded by knives. I'm gonna do that with dildos. <laughs> <laughs> I want to oh, do that God. and like airdrop it to gr- to Craig Abbott.
1: That would be beautiful.
0: I would love to do that. I just need like, just like a bucolic field and like an army of dildos. <laughs> I don't know what I...
1: Set up like a donation. Yeah, create donation. Send Amanda a dildo today. I don't,
0: I don't think I want to do that because I don't want to... I'm going to ruin my dishwasher just throwing dildos. Disregard? Uh... <laughs> no. Also, I can't wait though for that maintenance claim clogged dishwasher with dildos please send help (laughs) don't do that just don't
1: no Uh... the
0: dishwasher is so much easier than having like a sink pan full of dicks
1: I don't think you're supposed to wash them in in... you can
0: wash some not all but there are some some. Yeah, don't just go throwing random things in the dishwasher (laughs) but there are some that are very very easily cleaned in the dishwasher so you avoid the sink basin of dicks
1: I'm just the mental imagery is amazing.
0: Another sink <laughs> No, but that's what work.
1: that's what the that's what the laundry room or like the washing room in the same uh, jail apartment looks like. You know, it's, it's like there's one room with the imprisoned Uke, and then there's one room and there's just like a sink.
0: <laughs> I would pay. I've said this on the old show, and I mean it. I would pay cash money for just like. A beautiful frank discussion about consent What is okay and what is not okay A thorough Going in to like Prepping including lube And or gloves I would love periodic check ins To make sure that the partner is okay And then a prompt washing and cleaning Of orifices and sheets If I could get those things in one series I would just like Promptly just like die Like an angel and like ascend Into Yahweh heaven
1: I think that you might, you know, have to live a while longer.
0: Yeah, I know I'm never going to get that <laughs> because the amount of ukes that just lay in soiled sheets with cum dripping out of their ass drives me absolutely insane. Like you are messing everything up. Stop it. Um But it's okay the- because because the yawy bed it's so big he can just roll. <laughs> just- <all over. laughs> <laughs>
1: He'll just roll over to the next portion of the bed. It's fine. I don't like that at all.
0: <laughs> and then, when he runs out of bed, they can wash the sheets. <laughs> <know>. What <When> he... <laughs> is. Also. Just have this is like laminated, yes <laughs> duvet. I don't like. I don't like... <laughs> but
1: see, this raises another question: yes. where are they getting these sheets? They're so big.
0: Is there just, like, some very, very... Okay, I'm going to talk about literature for a very, very brief moment. Um, In Jane Eyre, there is a part where Mr. Rochester dresses like an ethnic term for Romani person that I'm not going to use on this show. And he has to, like, have that outfit made for him. But no one talks about that process of, like, a rich man saying, I need you to dress me up like this. And I'm imagining it's, like, Mrs. Doubtfire. And there's, like, a montage of, like, him getting in drag. Is there just, like, a sad seamstress somewhere who's making, like, triple-wide sheets for yowie beds? It's
1: an Uke sweatshop. It's just... All, all the entrapped ukes are let out of the house for, for <laughs> two hours, and then they have to sew the sheets.
0: It's Squid Game for ukis
1: I feel like, I feel like I've unlocked something.
0: I don't. I you I don't, have and I don't like it. I don't. Is that either, why? Is that why it happens? Is that we? I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> Like, you have it. I don't like it. I'm very concerned. Somehow I'm more concerned about this sweatshop full of bouquets. Uh, another aspect about, uh, about psychological abuse as a trope that can go bad, as long as it's like uneven stakes, one of the big things is that like, yeah, like it does tend to unilaterally fall on one partner, uh, which is just awful. At, at least, I mean, it's not really a comfort, but if you have at least it rooted in the semi is also hella traumatized. It's not better but it has a different I guess mouthfeel but when it's just like one horrible asshole of a semi just raining hell on just the most virginal sweet uke it's really just sad and unfair and it's really really hard to relate to I mean I say that I've trauma bonded with the worst of fictional characters it's hard for people that with normal attachment styles to really sink their teeth in either way. Cause at that point the UK is a lamp, a virgin lamp, and the semi is just like a twirly mustache cartoon villain. Is he not?
1: <laughs> no, I mean you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> Which I mean, more transparently evil semis, they're very entertaining.
1: But uh... they are. <laughs> I know. It's like I mean, I feel I always feel so bad when I mean, because it's good to have conversations about this, you know, and it's really good to, mm-hmm. to you know shed some light on these on these tropes and why they mm-hmm. are you know, what is not great and why mm-hmm. they are sometimes mm-hmm. uh, not very well, well executed, like mm-hmm. they, it could be better, but then I'm like you know, because I'm such, you know, because I'm always like trying to defend BL and being like it's, you know, it's fiction and you got, you know and then mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to be moralistic about it. But then at the same time, you know, it's, it's a balance. You, you, you can want better
0: mm-hmm.
1: criteria for the UKIS. Absolutely. Acknowledging. And, I,
0: and, I, and I, I don't think yeah. that you have to, you know, I, I, I think that in a, I don't think it should be too much of a stretch to want to both. Cause I mean, same, like I very much find myself defending BL well, also, being one of the first people to say it has damaged me. Like, I, like, without being hyperbolic, yeah, it has damaged me. It's hard to have relationships, especially when I was younger, when the only aspects of romance that I'd ever really consumed were puritanical Western rapey shit and misogynistic Asian rapey shit. It's hard to have relationships when you know it's like oh there's two wolves inside you both of them are horrible <laughs> both wolves are bad both wolves are very very bad um so same i still i can say in the same breath bl has damaged my life and bl has changed and saved my life yeah i can say and both of those things <laughs> those things can coexist
1: and it I mean yeah it's because, you know, it isn't black and white, and I think that that is, you know, bringing it back to the whole discussion of, of you know, how um, how kids today, to, to, you know, channel my old woman self, that, you know, kids today, everything is a lot more black and white for them, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot more like, oh, this is problematic, don't consume it, this is problematic, mm-hmm. uh, don't interact with it, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it isn't that black and white. Like there it are, really isn't. there are shades to everything, and there are, and there's like a plethora of of different stories that go, you know, and and elements that go into these stories, mm-hmm. uh, and it is, like we said, perfectly possible to both consume them and be be critical at the same time.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I also do want to mention a point that was highlighted at the top of the show, which is, you know speaking as someone who has a fair amount of trauma bl can be a remarkable place to feel catharsis Hmm. uh i struggle to think of any american novel that has made me feel the way some bl manga have made me feel um i don't think that they exist i don't think i've ever read a novel or i haven't in a very long time that has made me feel seen In the way that some BL manga has. I mean, Gravitation, obviously, Twittering, Birds Never Fly. uh, There are these series that just have made me feel so remarkably seen. Usually because they're about horrible broken men, and I am also a horrible broken man. But, you know, I don't get representation like that in comic books or anything like that. I I always said that the character that always made me feel most represented when I was younger was Edward Elric. Like, it wasn't, you know, a Western TV show. It was Edward Elric that always yeah. made me feel the most represented as a kid. Um, so I can say that while I do want more and I would love to see better framing and better writing in this stuff, I can also say that I have felt remarkably powerful exacting violence on characters uh, as a part of better coping skills. Writing fan fiction should not be your only therapeutic outlet, uh, but it is nice sometimes.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> and 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 it's like you're allowed to do that. Like there right. is no there. I mean, I don't want to say like there is no right or wrong way of of healing. Like obviously, some coping mechanisms and some ways of healing are better and yeah, you know more healthy <laughs> than others. Yes, but you know. If you feel like you and again we're not we're not doctors like we're not and one size does not does not fit fit all, even if this is Yahweh. Uh but but <laughs> but you know you if you can get some sort of 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 catharsis or mm-hmm. you know some sort of anything really like coping or control or anything from writing or reading or drawing this type of mm-hmm. material then then good for you like it sh- again shouldn't be your only form of coping no. but it can be so meaningful to have characters and have stories that you can identify with and that you can understand and mm-hmm. and you know sometimes um you'll have people and you know people will watch or read the same thing and they'll have wildly different opinions and wildly different ways of you know how they feel about it but a lot of the time that is also because we have experienced you know mm-hmm. so many different things in our lives and and mm-hmm. for what you know sometimes someone would be like this type of content is is horrible i wish they wouldn't make it but for someone else this is exactly what they need in order to understand that hey or you know to identify and to say that this is how i'm feeling mm-hmm. and understand those characters in a different way and you know i've heard people I mean and I mean you're saying it right now, you know, but I've heard people yeah. say that I mean this thing was horrible, but it helped me because I could see myself in this character.
0: Right. Which No, I, I do that all the time. Like Yeah. I know people that do that all the time where it's like this character is garbage, but why is he also me? Oh! <laughs> Honestly, most of the people I know watching my hero academia is why is this character trash? I love him.
1: <laughs> I mean this is literally me every day and
0: Honestly, me. It was me at,
1: yesterday. What honestly,
0: me with? looking at Dobby. It's like this character is garbage. Why do I love him so much?
1: Because he's gorgeous.
0: He really has no. He's not. He he. he looks like bacon that has been left in a pan for. Too I long.
1: love bacon. Okay. <laughs> I also love bacon <laughs> <Leave> <laughs> <me> alone. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay, and then I don't know, and then and then like in one of the episodes we saw yesterday, there's this one scene. It's like it's just for like a split second, but like mm-hmm. Dobby comes out and he just kind of steps forward and he's like in these leather boots. And I mean, he, I've, ne- I was like, more respect to the Dobby stands. Okay, I, I get you. <laughs> yeah
0: hello hi i lead the deli i lead the current front i lo- Dobby is so weird because i look at him and i know objectively this is a horribly disfigured man but i've never wanted a character to fuck another character so much
1: <laughs> but who do you want him with though
0: oh hawks easily oh uh, i am dobby Hawks supremacy hawks is gorgeous he's also will- gorgeous
1: I was like, when people started, you know, talking about Hawks, I was like, have I seen Hawks? I don't remember Hawks. And then he was introduced in the scene. He was like, like, ah, yes, there he is.
0: Okay. (laughs) Like, ah, yes. I see. That's, (laughs) honestly, that's pretty, that's, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good way to describe it, because I feel like a lot of people did that, where it's like, what the fuck, why is everyone talking about this? And, like, he just, like, floats down, and it's like, ah, yes, that's it.
1: I, I understand.
0: I, I now understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: But I do like, I mean, you know, again, I mean, since we're talking about Dobby, I, you know, I like that too, you know, because I mean, honestly, we're so focused on, you know, oh, that character is so hot and that character is hot. So yes. hot. But like what you're saying, he's disfigured. And finally, yes. you know, who's yes. to say you can't be stitched together and like there's like staples on your face and you can't be super sexy. I mean, honestly,
0: also, I feel like. So I've had this issue with, like, some modern anime and manga that, like, I feel like these characters are ripped from, like, my notebooks. Like, I had that with Victor a little bit, where, like, when he gets really excited, his mouth turns into a heart, and it's like, "Who like, who has been stealing my notebooks? And I look at Dobby, and it's like, you are everything I ever wanted when I was working at Hot Topic. You have painted nails. You literally cry blood. Like, you are everything that, like, 15 16 year old me would have fucked to death (laughs) and now i'm here as like a much more damaged 30 something and it's like you were made for me
1: yeah and i almost hate
0: you for it like you (laughs) (laughs) like that fucking shriveled ass scab man (laughs) <laughs> was the reason I got into my hero academia. Don't
1: talk about your husband like
0: that. I I don't want to marry him. I want okay. him to marry Hawks. Okay. Don't <laughs> I talk Don't want Hawks him husband like that. Yeah. Don't talk about <laughs> that way. Yeah. That's also the weird thing. And we're gonna have a whole ass conversation about like pro and anti-ship. I have found increasingly that my relationship to shipping has changed. I don't want to fuck Dobby. I want to watch Dobby fuck a lot of other people.
1: But this has been my approached... Approached? Approached? What the hell? This has been yes. my approach ever since the beginning. I've never wanted to screw any of these characters. I don't want them anywhere near me. I just want to I, watch them get it I on have, with I them. have
0: definitely wanted to fuck some of these characters in the past.
1: I have never. i have just like...
0: I, I respect that. I, I was I was once a horny little goblin. Um, well, you're
1: right. That's allowed, you know. Oh, thank you. Thank, I, you. <laughs> thank you. I, I appreciate I, it. <laughs> I accept your horniness, you know. Yes, yeah, just- I, I
0: don't anymore. But like, oh yeah, there was definitely like, if 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 I always say this, if my hero replaced Naruto, like if Naruto didn't exist when my hero came out, oh yeah, that'd be like OC heaven. I'd have five thousand OCs to ship with all of the characters. Dobby'd be straight in Pound Town. He. <laughs> He'd- he'd be absolutely at the pound town station. He'd be at the- he'd be at the sloot station. <laughs> but- I can't. I'm, But I'm not there anymore. So I just want him to fuck a bunch of other people, and I want to watch it. But
1: that's such a great place to be in. Like, the only times I feel- there are, like- there's, like, a handful of characters that I feel- that way-ish about, but again I don't want to be with them but I might actually want to be them
0: Yeah, I do still get the occasional uh, I want to steal your gender Uh, though I am very concerned about some of the men recently that I've wanted to steal their gender uh, points in the direction of overhaul (laughs) (laughs) I'm increasingly concerned about the men that I would like to steal gender from (laughs) i did not think i wanted to be overhaul i think increasingly i want to be overhaul
1: it happens
0: i don't know how it happens i mean he's also very abusive um see because you have a type that's what i've been saying i don't who is shocked who who's among you is surprised that out of all of the horrible people in my hero academia i want endeavor to throw me into a headboard i love overhaul more than anything i want dobby and hawks to fuck aggressively but like my cinnamon roll is mr compress (laughs) do i need
1: to tell you who my cinnamon roll is i know who it is (laughs) are you sure it's not your <laughs> child. When he's like coming up on, on the Yahweh shelves, uh Twitter feed because I've <laughs> <sighs>
0: I've seen so much Tamaki. I love him. I've seen, it, it's so weird now because I know. I've seen <laughs> so much Tamaki and I'll see stuff of him and just in the back of my mind I'm like god damn it.
1: <laughs> see? And the thing about him by the way is that I think, you know, because he is a literal cinnamon roll because Tamaki is what he eats So if he ate a cinnamon roll I've been thinking about this I've been thinking about this since, la- since last Christmas Because I was cosplaying him But I was eating cinnamon rolls And I was like Would he turn into one? Like, anyway
0: <laughs> For those of you who are just listening The look in my eyes I'm hoping is one of contempt But also great adoration
1: Because <laughs> this is what I
0: love and hate About Fujin and Fujin culture is that we have ascribed an unholy amount of research to the dumbest of things? I think if Fujin actually did like touch grass, like the children say, we could solve cancer. Like we could.
1: <laughs> we are could you saying? So- are you saying I'm not? I'm not putting my my abilities to good use here.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think you are, but I'm just saying. You know, when I think about, I, I just did this for role play. I spent like an hour. Geographically mapping because my partner had mentioned a physical lake. So I'm trying to place a fictional location next to a physical thing that still makes sense within the geography of the narrative that we wrote. We put in work, but it's stupid. (laughs)
1: I was it's doing the not same not... thing earlier, and I was like, okay, but technically this is research because I'm a writer and I have books and I'm trying like, to do things for th- but it's stupid!
0: Like, okay, I'll tell, you the, I'll tell you the one that I'm the most least proud of. I did a fanfic that was almost like a fix-it for Hitalia, because I've never been able to reconcile that France's birthday is on Bastille Day. I've never been able to reconcile that. Um, I'm a huge Francophile, not just because I love France, the character, I've always been a huge Francophile- I've never been able to reconcile why you would have France's birthday on one of the bloodiest days in French history. So I wrote a fix-it fiction because I can. I spent so many minutes looking at actual maps, like French maps, and translating them so I could see where the Bastille is. Because I have a line in there that France was able to walk from his house to the Bastille. Which means I had to place his house somewhere where he can see the Seine, the Bastille, and pass by Notre-Dame-de-Péli. Because I'm not just going to say some shit and it not add up. Which means I had to place his home somewhere that can back up what I just said. And I was able to.
1: But it's that's what I'm saying.
0: And so- I... But I'm sure no one cares. I'm sure anyone (laughs) who has read that fic does not care, did not notice. It matters to no one, but it matters to me.
1: (laughs) And you know about it. But that's the thing. And this is why, you know, fan culture is so amazing because we have these. Our powers are tremendous and terrifying.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And it's kind of admirable how passionate we are about these things. Yes. To a frightening degree
0: that that is the best way to put it like this is the same person who got violently angry at a magical prostate in a trans man oh there we go don't give them magical prostates <laughs> don't give them magic prostates that's not how trans people work uh speaking of not how trans people work do you want to tell the audience what we're talking about next month
1: <laughs> can anyone guess it's not like we've talked about it literally i mean i've been on two episodes and one live but i mean we've talked about it incessantly and it is finally time we are going to cover gravitation
0: we are i
1: i am so excited we're gonna fight each other
0: (laughs) (laughs) we are because uh we both i this is what i love about having corolla here is that you know I, I say this and I don't mean to sound as snobby as it comes off, but I don't think that there's anyone else that I think is my equal in this space, but I think Corolla is. I don't think that there's anyone else alive that is. Let me it's, <laughs> right now. It's this gif of uh, the giraffe and the authors. that's let me love you. It's that. <laughs> um, I don't think that I have any equals in this space outside of Corolla. Um, I don't think that I know anyone else that I feel like as an actual, like, can step to me about this show uh and because of that we have different opinions uh and i'm very excited about it <laughs> and i'm so excited to talk like head cannons and everything i'm i'm floating i'm so it, I, don't have any.
1: I don't have any head cannons okay spoiler alert there is one cannon and the only thing i care about and i am going to die on this hill <laughs>
0: I and, I, and will, I,
1: love them,
0: and I will fight you every step of the way. It's gonna be like fucking Paradise Lost. And I will...
1: Place your bets, because uh... <laughs> did I have I ever mentioned that my favorite movie is Battle Royal? Because I'm ready. I'm gonna.
0: My favorite movie is something by Quentin Tarantino. I've been training for this my whole life. Okay, we're I'm get... ready to place your bet on the both <laughs> survives cause apparently I love is, it because apparently this is apparently this is to death.
1: And <laughs> I love it because it's like we're gonna cover one of the silliest, one of the dumbest fucking <laughs> series, and we're just like, I, I'm not because it's like what I said in the first episode, you know. It took me a while to realize what this what this what this manga means to me and how yes. much I love it and now yes. I'm like I will fight it. to the death <laughs> and I love it so much And I take it so seriously. I know.
0: I think the best worst part is, is that because they're both so storied with this, is that I don't think, even if we don't agree, we also get to do that fun thing that old Fujin's did, which is, you have to give credit. Like, even if we don't agree, you have to give credit for like, I see how you reached this wrong opinion. (laughs) I don't like it. That i have to acknowledge that you put in a lot of work into this wrong opinion. <laughs> i think that i think that at some
1: point i was about to say next week but at some point next time there's going yeah. to be you know i'm gonna be a, like yeah i value your wrong opinion and i, I actually, know exactly yeah. when it's gonna <laughs>
0: square up like i oh my god like it's it's 100 gonna be like those like old like shipping wars that we used to have back in the old days where it's like i can see how you've reached this wrong opinion <laughs> i respect it however i do disagree just like the most <laughs> passive aggressive man we were great back in the old days i would love to go back to it but the kids are too delicate now you you're well, yeah, that too. And I'm sad. I'm not sad about it. I think that was just nothing but viruses.
1: I loved LiveJournal.
0: I mean, it was great. Can we bring back Zanga? Zanga is the one I'd love oh to redirect. Oh my interact. god.
1: I didn't know anyone who did Zanga except for me.
0: I did Zanga. I did Zanga and Quizzilla.
1: I never did Quizzilla.
0: I was one of those people that found the pornography work around to Quizzilla. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was one of those founders that did all the porn on Quizilla. Uh Another episode, uh, storied history and old Fujin shit. But uh, Oh my
1: god, and then we have to talk about those. You know, remember those tests we used to take? The what kind of uke, what kind of sim are you?
0: Oh my god, I, I've already said that I want to do an episode on that, but yeah, we can't. Oof, okay.
1: Uh, oh my god, we've talked for so long.
0: Oh, I'm sorry! <laughs> I'm sorry that I like you and I enjoy having no, I love conversations it. with you. I mean, am I
1: not the person who made the live stream drag on for three hours last time? Because I... I,
0: was Yeah, because I was trying to be considerate of, <laughs> okay, let's wrap this up. I don't want her first one to be so long. And you're like, I can keep going. And it's like, okay! I mean, I had a great time. I was trying to be considerate of you because uh, a-, a peek behind the curtain girl is the one who's usually very concerned about time, which I totally respect and I don't say that to make fun of her. But it's like, okay, try to be mindful of time. We don't want to go too long. It's like, no, we'll wrap things up. And she's like, I can keep going. It's like, okay. And then two more hours later. <laughs>
1: but it was a great hour.
0: It was, like, no, it was fantastic. No part of me is the angry. There was some
1: wonderful dragons and everything.
0: There was one wonderful dragon who fucked a character <laughs> to death and then fucked him back to eternal oh life. My god. <laughs> there was one character. That did some dragon fucking and then some eternal life by dragon fucking. If you don't know what I'm talking about, watch our last live. Go uh, the
1: live. Also, we're doing a live again uh, in two weeks? Yes. The 24th? Yes. Yes.
0: Yes uh that will also be on twitter uh you can find us all over the internet at the Yahweh shelf and i say all over really just twitter and youtube we don't do other social medias because uh amanda is busy (laughs) (laughs) that's the only (laughs) only because amanda is busy um if you like valid you're valid (laughs) thank you (laughs) i don't have i look at um i look at the love cast shout out to the love cast and uh Another Norwegian food The work they put into some of their social and getting their guests. Y'all, like, fuck. Like, I can't even be jealous because, like, I know how much effort they put into it. Like, jealousy feels like a wrong emotion because that feels like it's somehow unearned. Like, nah, they put in work. And I, man.
1: I don't have, I don't have. The only thing, though, I would consider... (laughs) I would consider putting my everything into, and I don't, I mean, I don't have a lot, but you know, my everything. Yes. If we could get Murakami, I, <laughs> this is my dream, I've been on this podcast for, for, for one month, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> she's been on this podcast for one month, and wants to go <laughs> dig Maki Murakami out of whatever bunker she's dug herself into.
1: Can you imagine, though? You'd love it.
0: I think I'd just die. I think you'd love it and I would just be dead in a corner frothing at the mouth. Uh, <laughs> I do I hope that we can, can get only. some fun guests soon. Uh, yeah. They're uh, vague uh, Amanda working in the background noises.
1: I really appreciate your hard work. Spoiler, I do nothing. I just show up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you do some things. No. Appreciating appreciating me is a thing. <laughs> yeah, I You show me Sansa, which is amazing. You. So, uh, (laughs) those are the places that you can find us. If you would like to monetarily support the show, you may do so at anchor.fm slash shelf. Your financial support is not mandatory. Uh, I do my best to be able to afford all of this and still uh, feed myself, as you can see by uh, all of the weight here. Um, (laughs) What? No, no. Okay, okay. Uh, But if you'd like to... Uh, we do accept listener support and it is greatly appreciated. Uh, we're working on some other stuff. Uh, we had briefly thrown out a conversation on Patreon. Uh, let us know how you guys feel about that. Uh, I don't want to roll anything out. Uh, I say I, I mean we. That's the side that you. you're on. No, wait,
1: well- where? Oh, that's how it works. I got it! <laughs> Two hours later. That's where you are. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: That's how cameras work. You I don't
1: You know, for all this brilliance you're accrediting me to, like, there's a lot of stupid (laughs) But then again
0: I'm gonna put one more coin in the Corolla isuichi jar. Just one more coin. Just
1: (laughs) Me and my five brain cells vibing over here.
0: (laughs) and me and just constant blonde existential terror
1: (laughs) dream team i am very excited it's going to be great
0: i am too uh so we look forward to seeing you guys live at the end of the month um thank you for listening uh as always um you know just hang out uh you know it's it's not exactly the lightest of topics but i think we handled it well i'm very proud of you I think you're amazing. Now that we've learned how cameras work, there's definitely going to be more pointing now that we've learned how cameras work.
1: (laughs) Do you think I'm going to remember this in two weeks?
0: (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say no, but I really want you to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to rehearse.
0: Okay, but that's honestly the cutest thing I can imagine is you just violently rehearsing which way cameras go. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Bye! Thanks
1: for listening! Bye! We'll be right back. back.